Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode seven, seven of Time Out with Morgan and Miguel. Yay! And today we have a special guest. We have Mitch, one of my close friends from back home. She's legitimately the oldest friend I have. Like, I've known her since, like, we were... (laughs) Yeah, we've known each other since we were, like, so, 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 so young. So, hi, Mitch, introduce yourself. Hello. Uh, Yeah, we've known each other since the third grade or so. Or was it Yeah. I don't know what that is in, like, British terms, because we follow the American system in the Philippines. Yeah, no, no, no we have our own system. For... We don't follow the American oh, we have... system. We we had our own. We used. Yeah, I, was... I know we yeah, used to before follow the. Yeah. Oh, before the K to twelve bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, if we follow the American system, we've got no fucking clue how old you are. Nope. Uh, Americans <laughs> are a special bunch, but but we, we all know love each other. Them. <laughs> I know that we've known each other for about eleven years. Oh yeah, we did. That's yeah, older so than like, a lot of my cousins. Yeah, so, you know, we've known each other a whole 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're doing great. This is in that, in way that past any pregnancies. <laughs> Strong. Right. Okay, so I'm going to do the random generator now. Yeah. And today's topic is confessions on Reddit. Ah. Uh. Scandalous. All right. So, <laughs> if this is anything like our last Reddit Indeed. podcast, this could be wild. Yeah. Also, this is going to be. This could potentially be much longer because now we have a third person. So, if this ends up yeah. being a whole hour ep- long like episode, I'm so sorry to whoever's listening. You apologize. We've, we've got uh, we've got more opinions. We've got more shit coming. Yes, indeed. Amen. Right, so shall we start? Do you want to start, Morgan, or should I start? Who are we starting? Uh, you start, because I'm actually going to have a look through Reddit for the confessions now. Oh. Right. Uh, I'm going to start with this one. This confession is, I scammed someone overseas for $900 by coming up with a fake story. So the context of this is, this past summer, I, a teen in the U.S., scammed a man from Europe, from a European country for $900. Recently, I've been getting paranoid I'm going to get into trouble for it. I regret it so badly because he clearly had some mental issues going on based on the conversations we had, but I was greedy and took his money by using a fake story and blocked him. I hate myself for it, and I wish I never did it. I don't want to throw away my future and get in trouble over it, but I feel so guilty. I'm a piece of shit. I have actually considered self-harm because of it. I don't want to get in trouble and I feel so bad. Oh, gosh. Okay. You are a piece of shit. Multiple layers. I mean, it's a con. They talk about taking advantage of someone and if they're definitely showing signs of mental health issues, that that really doesn't sit well with my moral compass and I don't know how you managed to go through with that either, in all honesty. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it's a bit much. Okay, yes, he's definitely a piece of shit for doing it, but I also kind of feel for him a little bit because now he's going through his own, like, personal dilemmas. And But he shouldn't have done it in the first no, place, to be honest. No. He kind of done it onto himself. This was all very avoidable. Yeah. What do you think, Midge? No mercy. This asshole took advantage of that other guy for money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can, t- you can feel like shit about the things you've done. But feeling like shit doesn't make up for it. Like, self-harm? Um, I'm sorry, but is that, you know, 
help the other guy you scammed out of 900 fucking euros. That's more than the average income the rest of the working class of Europe, you know? It's pretty fucked up. That's more yeah, than I am, a mom. It is pretty fucked up. See? Yeah, no that's mercy. a lot of money. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's just gonna Yeah, you can go, Morgs. Do you have anything else? Um, I do have one. Are you ready for this? Okay. I lied about bait I lied about being gay to score diversity points and it worked. What? Okay. Wait. Lied about what? being gay in a job interview. Casually mentioned my boyfriend and it uh, and it truly wait and I truly believed it got me the job. I had a lot of anxiety lately, searching for jobs, getting interviews that I feel went super well only to be ghosted. And I think being a straight white male just makes me undesirable in a place like Toronto. The entire tone of the interview switched as soon as I said it. It was stale and almost uh, confrontational prior to that. Then just light-hearted, easygoing and casual. I was called brave. That's it. That's what it says. I have so many thoughts. Um, okay, first of all, as a straight white male, I'm not a straight white male, but like, no, I, <laughs> first being a straight I love that you had to clarify that. Yeah, I had to clarify that I am not a straight white male, but like, this guy, okay, um, for being a straight white male, I feel like he should know that he has so much more privilege than a gay guy would. Yes. Like, I'm just saying. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. That's such a. Like, I know that I'm obviously I'm a white female, but still, like being a white male, you are literally like the top of the food chain. In yeah, every perspective. Uh, yeah, especially. Absolutely, and to, to, to use this, I mean, it's totally wrong to do it. But I, how would you even be able to like properly prove this at your job? Like, really realistic. How would you actually prove that you have a point? You wouldn't. They'd have to take process? your. No, they, know, they would like, literally have to take your word for it. And then what? What would happen if yeah. this guy ended up getting a girlfriend? Oh, I'm no longer gay. Yeah. By the way. You could say I'm bisexual. bisexual. Yeah, that's true. Uh, here in the Philippines, saying casually. You know, saying that you're gay at job interview could actually get you discriminated. So, yeah, to know that that's how it works Absolutely. in the West, it's just whack. It's, it's so whack, you know? It's so yeah. weird. Like, the fact that he was called brave, I mean, I, no, just, I think it's just the fact that he was lying about the whole thing that just is so fucked up. Like that just yeah. that just proves that he has so much privilege that he's actually able to lie about it and get away with it. Yeah, but not only that. Think about for how, like, gay people are still being discriminated in this day and age, even though there's so much legislation, legislation like especially yeah. in the West to protect them. Like for example, in England, we've only just passed legisla- legislation this year or last year. I can't remember which one that meant that people that were anything but straight so trans gay lesbian anything pan yeah non-binary we've only passed it this year or last year i can't remember which one so that they couldn't be discriminated against and the job i mean America, i don't know if they've even still passed lose it. your job and yeah here yeah. in the philippines they tried to pass wow. the soji bill sexual orientation gender expression and identity bill protecting you if you identify as any of that 
Um, yeah. And it failed. It didn't even pass Congress on, or, or anything. They just flat out submitted the bill and they were like, okay, you know what? This is a waste of time. Gay people are like, you know, no one cares about them. Let them be gay if they want <laughs> to. But we're not going to waste precious time on something this, you know, easy to overlook bill, you know? It's just... Uh, yeah. Here's the thing: the Philippines is so. The thing it's is, the Philippines backwards. is quite. I'm sorry. It's in in that sense because a little bit. Yeah, I I agree. It's a little bit backwards, mainly because like we're such a conservative and very religious country, and it's not like I don't blame I don't blame religion for the fact that a lot of these things are like that. You know what I mean? Because. Um, Religion can actually be is actually a great source of like you know of healing and like hope for the world. So I don't I don't blame religion at all for that. It's just it's such a it's just the way that people use religion. Yeah, you know, and or it's the way that the people use religion rather um, than really understanding. I think understanding it's more religion. on you know yeah. uh, the state and the religion, uh, state and religion not having any distinctions whatsoever. Like there is next to no distinction between those two powers here. To this day and age, so mm. I would say people are just using organized religion as an excuse behind bigotry. Because you know, when you you've been doing something for so long, and they want to yeah. keep things as yeah. they are, this is the main, you know, obstacle that'll prevent them from getting there. Getting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't we just love that? Right. I have another confession for you. This is a bit mad. This is a bit mad, so I can't wait to read it out. Okay. Um, it says, I encouraged this guy to cause a massive car crash on the freeway. Huh? Yep. Yep. Wait, here's the context. Me and this Mustang were doing 90 on the freeway, swerving through cars, obviously skillfully, but still not safe. I love that he has to be like, yeah, I'm that. Is this, I'm this an autobahn? Yeah. Is this an autobahn? Love you it. Know, like the roads without any speed limits? Maybe. I have no idea. But anyway, I'm going to continue. Uh, obviously, but still not safe. Then I see this guy in a Corolla catching up to us, and then he gets ahead of us. Instead of stopping and driving like normal citizens, we continue to go faster to catch up to him. Almost like a game of cat and mouse. I had a feeling he was going to do something stupid because his handling was whack. But I kept going anyways. Bad idea. The third time we caught up to him, he decides to go all out swerving through cars till he gets out of my sight. I'm in the carpool lane. Next thing you know, he's about 20 car lengths ahead of me. I see his car turn sideways and he heads straight to the sidewall. Atajo clips the back of his car and somehow flips it over. The, then causes a bunch of cars to start slowing down and crashing into each other because they couldn't react fast enough. A few more flip over and go everywhere and they all start crashing over towards the carpool lane like a domino effect. I still haven't passed them yet. Eventually they do and block my lane while I'm still going like 70 miles per hour and the Mustang is in front of me. So I have to decide if I'm going to try to maneuver or break and let the car behind me crash into me. Eventually, there's an opening, and I see the Mustang make a sharp turn to avoid the flip car over in front of him. I do the same and jerk my wheel like I'm on a racetrack, luckily avoiding the accident. The car behind me barely makes it. I look forward, and the freeway ahead of me is nearly empty, and I see two cars who made it out from the other lanes. I come to a complete stop and look back to see what the fuck just happened, and the, crashes car, the car crashes literally caused a roadblock, so no cars can get through. 
I felt really bad and was about to take a picture, but my phone died in the exact moment. I couldn't even call 911, which should have been my priority, but it would have died anyways. The rest of the day, I was scared, hoping that nobody noticed my car or po- and post a Mustang and Jetta were racing through traffic and caused a crash or something. Ended up seeing the crash on an article saying it caused one death, which I was grateful for because the way it looked, I was thinking there would be a lot more. The whole scenario looked like something out of a movie and happened so quick, and I'm glad my instincts kinked kicked in because if I hesitated I definitely would have got stuck in it. Fuck me. Fuck. Ay ay ay. This is why you don't race. Drive safely. Don't be a fucking idiot. Truly. Wow. Hey. This That's is a true. mad story. I mean this is one of the reasons okay. <sighs> so I'm technically this close to being a driver because you know I've already taken a driving lesson. And you Ooh. know I took the driver's license test now and if I pass it, I would be eligible to get it, but these kinds of stories are what holds me back. Because, come on, this happened in the West too, right? You have strict... Yeah, so, technically, America America still has better driving laws than we do here. Because everything is just chaos here. Oh, most definitely. (laughs) Most definitely. I was telling Morgan about how, like, Whenever we have to cross the road, we legitimately have to be, like, right in yeah, front of the car before exactly. they stop. And it's terrifying if you're just literally yeah, standing just... in the middle and there's just, you know, the car is, like, hundreds of meters away. It's, it's actually really hard. You're like a deer caught in the headlights, basically. Exactly, exactly. Jeez. It's mad. Like it genuinely scares me, and uh, yeah, which is one of the reasons why I feel like I probably won't learn to drive in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah it's a bit much. But I mean, even but but still, even this is just mad. Even if it was like an autobahn, like highway, like you should have. St- you sh- they should still be at least pretty cautious about it. You know, like no matter how sk- no matter how skillful, like no matter how good you are at driving, it's still like like it's still really fucking scary wait is this the driver who told the story a dude yeah this is the driver he was he was he was one telling the story and because he, he was saying that they're like they're they're like he's a pretty good driver he can I mean, he's racing through this skillfully. it sounds like a pissing race to me yeah same. it sounds like a pissing race same 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 and like it, it's like a pissing race in terms of like just trying to be the better man hashtag toxic masculinity <laughs> What is it with people and egos, you know? Like, are you willing to risk other people's lives just to prove something to complete strangers? That's my main takeaway from this confession. Yeah, same, 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 same. It's a bit mad. I I, I don't know what to say to it about it, to be honest. Uh, okay. Morgan, do you have something? Yes. Alright, I'm ready for you. Oh. <laughs> I lost my V card to my best friend's dad. <gasps> oh no! Are they? Cons- <laughs> wait, wait. Are are they both consenting adults? Uh, we will find out. <laughs> Growing up, <laughs> I started as a young guy, and it was my fault, not even his. I was curious at a young age. I can't mention it here. False situation. He was drunk a lot. I spent a lot of time at their house. One night I crawled into his bed nearly naked and created arousal for him. I'm 42 now and that, and I've never told anyone either, uh, uh, ever. 
I may be judged harshly, but it was great. I forced myself to face my sexuality early so I could learn to be myself. He is long past, and I'm thinking about telling my still friend. I don't know if you should tell your friend. You cannot tell your friend. Yeah, by the way, I, um, I forced, I pretty much forced your dad to have sex with me when we were younger, and that's why I found out I was definitely gay. No, but not, it's not even just that. It's, it's, it's oh my god. Exactly, I was gonna say, it's rape. This is what toxic, this is what's so toxic about, like, gay culture, but it's not even, like, like, gay, it's not even, it's not even, like, the gays' fault. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not our fault that this is how it is because there's genuine. It, because it's so not open. Like you know, it's it's not the gay relationships are not portrayed in the media. Or if it is, it's always like, like it's it's always presented in like a really really just like a non realistic way. And so like there's no real way like to to find out your sexuality except through praying older men. Yeah. Um, you know which. Yeah. Is, yeah, just horrible. I feel like this is like one of every st- extremely toxic straight guys feel I uh, fear. Yeah, like they they get you know ex- the the toxic straight dudes yeah. uh, sort of aren't comfortable with just even be being seen around guys who aren't straight. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's just. This is so problematic. I, 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 I'm so uncomfortable by this fact, or just the fact that he just man- that he manipulated this guy. Like I'm, I, I'm glad that he knows that he was fu- yeah. that that was really a fucked up thing that he did. I'm glad that he can recognize and see that, yeah, he was totally at fault and this was not okay. But Christ on but, a bike, like, the fact that he like he's taking advantage of this guy. Like this guy was drunk. Like, how much did this guy actually know what was going on? Exactly, exactly. And do we even know if, if her dad or if the, the friend's dad is even gay? Yeah, exactly. Ay, ay, ay. Like, yeah, if, if it were the dad who initiated that kind of shit, everyone would be, you know, how do you say, crucifying him, basically, yes. giving gays a bad name. But then, yeah, then. Usually the situation is reversed, but this is whack. Yeah. It's 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 a lot uh. to deal with. All right. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm looking through. Oh, sorry. I don't know why I'm looking through another couple of confessions uh, to obviously read out. Yeah. And I can't like this is another one from a gay man, and I'm like, why? Why are there so many so many gay men confessing on here? Because like a lot of yeah. I feel like there's like a lot of gay people just have so many deep-seated secrets like to be honest i have a couple that i have never told anyone ever because i oh hello yeah i have a couple i'm not gonna say it now because this is like (laughs) this is being recorded like i'm sorry sorry This this is a bit mad uh, but like you know, I I can kind of relate to that in that sense. Like it's yeah. it, I have I I will be honest like about I will be transparent and honest about that. I I do also have like a couple pretty shameful sec- like pretty like shameful secrets like that I I I've been through that were just yeah that I I will not mention here because it's obviously my my own secrets in my own private life. But yeah, you know, I so I can kind of relate to what they're trying to say. 
Let us know when you write it on uh, Reddit Confessions so we can give it a read. Oh, girl. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you, girl. Right. Uh, I have one that's pretty just weird. I don't know why this is a, this is a confession. But the confession is, I spit on the ground. Not just any ground, but the cement. What? <laughs> Yeah, this is a confession. It's wild. And the, 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 the context that they give is, yeah, I said it, and I feel so guilty for it. I could have just swallowed my saliva, but I was feeling impulsive and couldn't hold back any longer. Looked around to see if anybody was paying attention, coughed up a fat loogie, and spit. I should have been arrested for this, but God gave me another chance. I prayed that night and was very thankful. <laughs> It would only be problematic if he had some infectious disease. I True, genuinely even have then... no words for that. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, what? I mean I'm a... so desensitized to that kind of stuff. Because no, same, 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 same. It's pretty common here in the Philippines, but like... The, the fact that this and is anywhere in the world where they have a high population density. Exactly. Yeah. But the, my thing is, is this really not a normal thing? Like what spitting? Is this, is this a shame? Yeah. yeah, it's a shameful thing. Um. Well, in England, um, a lot of people like a lot of people just don't like spitting anyway. It's like a very dirty habit. But uh, yeah, the types of people that you you usually see spitting are just the types of people that people don't really interact with. So, um, it's mm. like a lot of chavy people. Uh-huh. Apologies Chavs. if you are uh-huh. a chav. Isn't that an offensive term? What, chav? Yeah, isn't that an offensive no, term? No, 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 uh, Chav is short for councillors, like, council house and violent. Council housing and violent. That's what it's short for. <laughs> That's what it actually means. But I, it's just given I'm not going to lie. This is such a random tangent. I thought, I thought the term chavs. behaviour. Uh, and dirty. I thought chavs were like, you know, people, working class people who, how do I say, like, no, no, not, not even working class, like, it, you know how the, they're those urban type guys who like to hang out in groups and alleys with a specific lingo and everything? Chavs. It's you like know, chavs. those urban raps. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I, you know what I love it, on TikTok. Um, this is a really random tangent now. But on TikTok, right? There's there's Chav TikTok, and it kills me. It makes me laugh so much. Is it like English the, Chav TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny to me because like I love the ones where like or the ones where they put like a Chav in Hogwarts. Yep. It's so funny to me because she's just like you know like the spraying. Yep. Like the whole spraying thing with the spray. It kills me so much because. One of my one of one of my course mates. Uh, should I, do I name her? I I think you know who she is. One of my course mates I don't who know. I used to work with. Who I used to work with her. Like I used to work with her. Like I used to teach singing at her school. Oh yeah 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 oh yes yes. Her yeah so she you she I feel like she is kind of a child. No no <laughs> you are mistaken. But not exactly. Me. But she no is she not okay? No. Thank you for correcting she me. She is. Um, I can say this because I'm from Essex. I'm an Essex girl through and through. But she on, is what you class as an Essex girl. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. We don't have very I think good I reps. confuse... We don't have very good friends. <laughs> no. Don't really no, understand you do not. why we don't have... Like, why it's so bad. 
Yeah, but um, probably because of the only ways Essex. I feel like I feel like I feel like Essex girls are like dumb blondes in the in the US. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, yes, is, yes. Is Ali G, is Ali G a chav? Who's Ali G? You know, you don't know Ali G. No, I don't know. Like, wow, how, are we you, just you. old? <laughs> are we old, Morgan? Maybe oh I'm my gosh! You, you guys don't Probably. know such a Baron Cohen. He's like, let me have a Google. Like, let me have a Google. Know, Ali G, you know. Um, oh my what, god what's happening kind of. I, feel like, I, feel like could, I feel like he could be a chap but anyway oh, we're really oh, deviating hints. from the topic oh Sacha Baron Cohen yeah, yeah Sacha Baron Cohen honestly Sacha Baron Cohen is one of my most favourite comedians because he's just so versatile why am I suddenly turning British um, <laughs> he's his favourite style I'd say kind of yeah Kind of, because but obviously exactly. he's meant to be like that rapper persona as well. So, a little bit yes, but yeah. no. Okay. West Side. I don't know why. I think you were talking about this woman that was on um, same, same, uh, same. X Factor years ago. Um, Honey G. Oh, no. She okay, wait. We're really deviating. Cat. We're really deviating. We need to go back to the confessions. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys, like, if, you guys listening, she's rapping. You guys, and... you guys need to search for this woman, Honey G, because she is wow. <laughs> Trust me, if any of you want, I, I, I'm, I'm if on any of you, this. oh, and what's funny? She's from. Oh wait, no, don't worry, I read it wrong. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> no, she's um, pretty. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> right, Morgan, do you want to read the next confession? Yeah, let me go back to Reddit. Uh, <laughs> Shall I read one? No, 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 no. I've got a few. Sorry, I have one. Okay, here it is. Okay, go. Um, I wanted to ask my ex to pay me back all the money I gave him. The reason Ooh. I wanted to do this is because he ended things with me two months ago, blocked me, wanted nothing to do with me. Um, has completely shut me out of his life. Honestly, I am hurt, angry, and can't believe that he's refusing to even speak to me and acting like I didn't exist. I hate him for this, and I Ooh. wish I could demand he pay up the $400 I gave him back uh, when we were together. Um, however, he conveniently blocked my number on and on Snapchat and Instagram. Obviously, I've been to his house many times, so I know where he lives, but I would never go to his house. Any helpful advice on this situation would be appreciated. Wow. Mm. I I would just go to his house. Well, I don't know if I would. I don't, I, I, I don't know if I'd want to see what's happening. Because I feel like he could totally be bringing other people already. Yeah. You know? And it will be so much more heartbreaking for I, this girl. I think well, this personally, I don't really... might be a case where you just cut your losses. Yeah, mm. person. And I on this is I have no idea if um, four hundred dollars is enough to sue for damages or no. anything. But personally, yeah, them. exactly. Like maybe, yeah. But personally, I think every relationship should, you know, be uh, it happened. What what happened already happened. Might as well just 
leave it behind yeah. me because okay yeah what's yeah, the point I, of beating a dead horse you know yeah i got that i got that it's just jesus christ why do men suck oh <laughs> is my question can i read out this because next like one? men because are just actual Men are just actual trash, is all I have to say. Right, go Morgan, sorry. Okay, it's a bit of a lie tonight. Hopefully it'll make you laugh. Um, it brings up a bit of an embarrassing memory for me, which you're probably going to know about when I read this. Okay. I accidentally peed on myself on the side of the road today. <laughs> it was like an hour ago. I was so tired of driving that you didn't realise I forgot to pee at the rest stop. I got out of the car and as soon as I stood up, it all came out. So I literally just took my clothes off, including my shoes, and abandoned them on the side of the road. Good times. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, um, this is mainly audio, so it, it didn't capture my reaction, but it, it made my eyes go really wide. Truly, it's so funny. Okay, I have to tell the story. I have to tell the story. So, um... Morgan and I, Morgan and I got a little, I got a little bit tipsy this one night with Morgan. I don't really drink, so like when I, but when I do drink with Morgan, I sometimes get a bit tipsy. And um, Morgan and I got really tipsy. I drank a bottle of wine. Yeah, I drank a and bottle I got, and a half. That's not bad. Just to put the I perspective out there. I drank a bottle yeah, and a half, half, half and he drank half a bottle. And he drank half a bottle. Uh, here's the thing. I don't usually drink, so I feel like my tolerance for alcohol is not that Very high. Very low, yeah. I, 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 so we got quite drunk and we decided to go for a walk outside uh to go to like around to the to the park by the way this was in the middle of lockdown and i broke us into a park i was so drunk yes 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 yep she broke us into the park with which was like she literally just like broke the the caution thingy the cable ties i ripped the caution tape down on the swings and we went swinging yeah it was hilarious all right um so we were just walking so we were walking to yeah. like a, a random park, right? And so we got into uh, this park, and Morgan just suddenly goes to me and Stephanie. Stephanie is also in this in this whole like soiree, and she starts telling me. Morgan starts saying, "Oh my god, guys, I really need to pee. I really need to pee." It really came decides, all of a sudden. I really need to pee. <laughs> she really needed to pee, and so Stephanie's idea, our our friend Stephanie, her idea of like letting Morgan pee was to pee in front of a bush. Which, you know, just practical advice. And so Morgan decides to pee in front of this bush and she actually pees on her foot. Yeah, I got pee <laughs> on my sock. And what made so it even funny. worse, oh what made it even worse is that, um, I, I, like, a, a bush twig, a bush branch touched my bum cheek as well. So, very traumatic. <clears throat> but I was so drunk. I was so, so drunk. And then I went home and ordered oh, yeah. a shower head. Yes, she did. She oh, ordered man. a shower head. Okay, we need to do a whole episode on just she... drunk escapades on with Morgan, I think. <clears throat> oh, we could fill oh, up a whole episode. I have a lot of drunk stories, too. My God. At, at some point, I was a high-functioning alcoholic. Anyway. Oh, no. Yeah, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's a story for another time, because it's kind of long. Or uh, unless you guys want to hear it. Unless you guys want to hear it. I'm down for it. What was what's the story? Oh, okay. I'll let you decide. Um, I have one with a French ambassador. <gasps> I have one at a cruise ship, and I have another one at the friend's condo. You decide from the three. Oh. Oh gosh. Okay. Take a pick. I want the French ambassador. I want to know the French ambassador. 
I just need to know. All right, like, all right. What happened? What did you do? Yes. Okay. So at the, so I actually attended this、um, cultural exchange program slash language immersion in France. Yeah. And my colleagues and I ended up getting invited back to the French ambassador's residence here in the Philippines for. Wow. Okay. Sort of, you know,、uh, cultural. It sort of show something to、yeah. show、uh, our experience. Anyway.、Um, We, I, at, at that point, we were already finished with the thing. I actually led the performance of the song they taught us from,、okay. uh, from when, when we were studying the Beyond Rose. Thank you very much. Yeah. And,、um, okay, so we were finally mingling. At the time, I thought the French ambassador invited us to have dinner, okay? Okay. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so, What we did, so apparently it was just a reception. Basically, they served you these appetizers and alcohol. That's it. So there I was with an empty stomach and lots of alcohol on the table. Oh, God.、Right? Oh, God. Oh, no. Okay, okay. So, me, I, I, did, I still didn't know how to pace myself. So I was just drinking left and right. Yeah. And, my God. Um, I, I had like several wines, several brandies, and my god, it was a fiasco. But,、oh, no. you know, somehow, somehow, the French ambassador himself, you know, approached me. It's like, oh, hey, oh,、no. um, your performance a while ago was impressive. And then we start chatting about how, you know, he wished he could invite me to some sort of more chill event, something like karaoke or whatever. Like、yeah. I said, sadly,、um, I have to go now. But here, let me introduce you to my daughter.、Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh.、Um, me and his daughter just, you know, start talking and everything.、And、then, at that point, I was already like half, like, I was half pissed. Like, I was already slurring and I was barely keeping my shit together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no. my god. No, no, okay. At that point, when I'm, okay, when I'm really tipsy, my voice gets really loud. So my entire delegation and the other delegation was already looking at me. And then、oh, while、god. I was, you know, in the middle of sharing another really whack ass, drunken ass tale to, You know, the French ambassador's daughter and my friends, the dean of my, you know, the dean of my fucking、yeah. course goes、yeah. up to me like, dear, you still have classes tomorrow.、Um, oh no. You should go easy on the alcohol because, you know, we are not supposed to be acting this way in this formal function. It was like, okay, sir, sorry, sir. Oh god. I went, I went home that night. I, I went home that night regretting everything I've done. And you know, to this day, it's like, this is one of the most harrowing experiences I have with alcohol. Thank you. Oh, man. I'm not really good at telling stories. I'm not really good at telling stories, but you know. Oh, no, don't worry sorry, about I, it. That was great. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. That was great. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Girl, oh, baby. I'm so sorry. I feel like we chose the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's it's pretty mild compared to the others. But I think I feel a little bit bad for the French ambassador's wife, though, in all honesty. 
Yeah. She must have really not have a fucking clue what was going on. She was just like... No, 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 no. I don't think he had wives there specifically. Uh, I don't know. Like, For sure his wife wasn't there. Because it was just the French ambassador and his daughter living at the residence. Ah. You know? yeah. oh. but, but, but hey, hey, um, I'll, I'll add the little juicy detail about the you know whole experience. Okay. Okay. So, honestly, uh, the French ambassador's daughter is really hot. Like, oh, okay. And the entire delegation from the start sort of like shipping us. Because legit, she's the, girl, the first girl was ever made me genuinely nervous. Like, she gave me actual butterflies. So it's like, this made me reevaluate my own sexuality. So this is this is my own confession, since this is the theme of our episode's confessions. I love confessions it. I love it. And that was, that was my, um, that was my moment where, am I as straight as I think I was? And then when my other co-delegates started teasing me about, like, I felt, sort of defensive about it, but at the same time, I was like, hey, maybe maybe this could be a thing, because honestly, her, her name is... Nah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna give her name. <laughs> if, if this <laughs> suddenly gets... <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to die. <laughs> it's but, fine. Whatever. We call everyone by their name in this podcast at this point in our lives, so we're doing pretty well. But anyway, yeah. yeah no, yeah, but anyway, that was great. We should do this with every person, Morgan. We should do this with every person that we get. Like, what is your worst drunk story? Yeah. What confession do you have? Or what's your worst drunk story? I feel like a drunk story is a is a good one. Um, but I feel I'm like we can tell the deaths because uh, we've been there for them, and then she's always like, "I wasn't drunk. I wasn't drunk. I was tipsy." And it's like, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, right. I- I'm gonna do one last confession, and this is okay. the last one for this episode. Yes. And this uh, confession is, I stole the offerings from my neighborhood church and got away with it. Oh, that's just shameful. Here we go. Stole well, what? About, uh, the offerings from my neighborhood church. Oh, dear. Here we go. go when I was about 17 years old, one afternoon, I entered the second floor of the church in my neighborhood, which in those days did not have as much surveillance as it does now had very few surveillance cameras and did not have bars and the access to the second floor. So I entered and later from walking around a bit, not really looking for anything particular, just being idle, I entered a room that seemed to be an office where there was no one. And when I opened one of the drawers in the desk, I found a paper envelope in which inside there was 2,500 Mexican pesos. Oh my God, that's not even like a little bit of money. Nope, anyway, which according to me are about... 117 US dollars. That's a lot of money. That is um, a lot. I don't know if that money was from the offerings, but I assume that it was. For me, it was like finding a great treasure. I know that taking that money was stealing, but I don't care. The church has stolen billions of dollars from countless people throughout history, so I steal the money in the envelope. That wouldn't make them poor now it was in my power, and there was no one to stop me from stealing it. It was so exciting to grab that money, quickly leave the church, and go to a shopping center to spend it. My birthday had been two days before the robbery, and my father's family has a lot of money, so I was not surprised that they, especially my godparents, gave me considerable money at that time. So I said that I, that what I, that what I spent in the mall was part of my gift from them. 
My parents hardly ever asked me how much gift money someone had given me, and if they did, I lied to them by increasing the numbers. I think they didn't know what I did because they never scolded me or said anything about it. I was too lucky that there was literally no one on the second floor, and since the area of the city where I used to live was considered safe and a good neighborhood, those from the church were confident that they could not be robbed. They were very wrong. Currently, after many violent things have happened in the city, although that place is still considered a good place to live, that church and the surrounding surroundings already has a lot of security, so it is very difficult for someone to enter and leave stealing without problems. Ah, this is problematic as fuck. Yeah. This is problematic as fuck. Mm. Um, the fact that he doesn't even feel bad about it either is a little I don't sociopathic. Think... Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't think this guy understands how the church funds work, okay? So this is an individual church and it's not like the big church gets like a portion of what the tiny, tiny church has. Essentially yeah, exactly. speaking, all this, yeah, like essentially speaking, every church works on its own. Like the mm-hmm. big, the big one gets theirs from investments and funds from governments. They don't work like community-based church where it's something everyone puts a little of their hard-earned salaries on. You get that? Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Uh, We don't really know. Like That money could have been part of charity giveaway because obviously churches do do that. Yeah. Uh, It could have been money they're saved to replace some bits, help repair work. We don't know. That's the thing. So that money could also money been could used have to been... buy new surveillance. <laughs> well, okay. Honestly, so... <laughs> I kind of thought you were going to go the way of like Catholic priests there. Well, actually, my parents have actually been active in you know the church near my place, and yeah, my parents what they too. do with the money. Yeah, what they do with the money is they actually use it to sustain the daily living expenses of the clergy there. Not only that, they also use it to change the lights, they they use it to pay for the electricity, the utilities. So the fact that this guy stole that much from a bunch of innocent priests and nuns, something about the charts. It's it's quite problematic. And the fact that he felt good about it as well. I just want to just mention that he felt good about it you know so it's just it's really really problematic i love that we're ending this episode on a note of problems um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh we just want to say massive 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 thank you midge for joining us in this particular episode you gotta come back for one of our other episodes we'll obviously we'll discuss that but no it was really fun it was really fun like obviously you're our first guest it's the first time we're having like a three-way conversation and it was yeah. really nice to have someone else's opinions in there as well. Yeah, it well, was really nice because I feel like a lot of, the, yeah, because I feel like a lot of the times Morgan and I agree on a lot of stuff. So to have a different yeah. perspective is really great. Next next time I'll try to be as contrarian as possible. Right? No matter how ridiculous it is, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> like I will uh, make the most ridiculous excuses and everything. Just give me the word and. <laughs> what a G. What an absolute G. Right. Uh do you wanna plug your Instagram handle, Mitch? Nah, no. Nah. Um good? I would like this 
show to be um, something where you two be the stars. Aww. Like I want to be like the, the invisible. No, I want to be the invisible wisp that occasionally makes an appearance. You know. Oh, I feel a little bit touched there. Well, thanks, Midge. That's pretty really sweet. Feel the absolute love. Thank you so All much right. for joining us, Midge. You're a wonderful, wonderful guest. Uh, for being our first guest, that was really great. Um, right. Uh, if y'all don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at timeoutwithmm. We post a lot of behind the scenes stuff and like you get regularly updated as to when we actually post shit. Um, You'll also get um, sneak peeks of the thing, like the sources we've used throughout the episodes. And feel free to even, even personally message us on our private accounts or um, time out with mm. We'll reply. We want to hear what yeah. you guys think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and let us know. What confessions do you want to hear? Or if you have your own confessions, you can email it to yeah. us at timeoutwith. Oh, yeah. Send us your real life confessions uh, and we'll do another episode just yeah. to read them out. Honestly, send us your real life confessions at uh, com. I think is our email. We'll we know what our email Instagram. is. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what our handle was, so uh, probably not. No, probably not. Um, I'll probably add an insert somewhere. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next Sunday. See you next week, guys.